Next question, myth or fact? Monogamy is not natural. Next question, myth or fact? Um, and hopefully this one will be a little easier. Uh, don't go to bed angry. Myth or fact? Uh, you should never fight in front of the kids. This week, Dr. Karen Sherman and I play a little game of marriage myth or marriage fact. Get all the answers here. Stay tuned. We're giving away free wine during the month of May 2014. All you have to do is join the Hitched Wine Club and your third shipment is free. No strings attached. To join, visit hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link on our homepage. And hurry, because this is a limited time offer. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. This wine is amazing and hand-picked just for you. So don't wait. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I am joined once again with the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, now, we record these in advance, and um, I, I just wanted to let you know that we have surpassed the 300 episode mark. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. That's crazy, right? Yeah. So if you guys have questions, uh, please be sure to go check out the archives because they're starting to rack up quite a bit uh, of information there. So uh, check it out. Um, so Karen is a practicing psychologist, and today we are going to talk about marriage myths. Um, so, you know... A lot of people have – most people have some sort of preconceived notion of what a marriage is, what it will entail, all those different things. So I wanted to ask you, Karen, as someone who's been in this biz for quite a while, what's the biggest marriage myth that you have come across or that you see on a regular basis that just doesn't – it's not <laughs> lining up with reality? Well, that you fall in love with somebody and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> You know, I, I I talk about this all the time, and and in part that's really due to the way we have created our movies and our novels and our you know songs, and we really believe I love this person, and so we'll be able to work everything out, and that is just not the case. So, uh, love is wonderful, but it's not enough. So love, so love, uh, love does not always conquer all i guess no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> oh harsh reality to start this episode off with yeah. okay um so uh now i'm just going to kind of go through some myth or fact or you know sometimes there's some gray area so we can talk about that a little bit but uh myth or fact marriage is hard work um i would take out the word hard okay i would say uh, marriage is work, or maybe we could say marriage requires being mindful. And I think that as long as a couple is mindful or makes their relationship a priority, then it's not going to feel like work. Uh, but, you know, again, going back to the first myth, 
if you think that you just have to have the good feelings um, that it's going to be enough, that is not the case. Uh, just like a plant needs light and water to thrive, um, you need to give attention to your relationship as well. Okay. Well, you passed my test because oh. I <laughs> I hate I hate when people say uh, marriage is hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, marriage, as you described, uh, requires attention. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I think of it this way too. When you when you hear people talk about having their dream job, for example, uh, they will say something to the effect of, you know, I've never worked a day in my life mm-hmm. because right. I've loved what I've done. Exactly. And I feel the same way with marriage. Uh, you it, you should never have to work a day in your life uh, if you're doing the right things. It shouldn't mm-hmm. feel like hard work. So Exactly. Exactly. Although there are days that are challenging and then it does feel like it's a lot of work. And I want to put that in because I want people – see, that's one of the um, – Myths. <laughs> yeah, myths or incorrect expectations. Um there are going to be days or weeks or maybe even months that aren't going to feel so good. Mm. And that doesn't mean anything's wrong with the relationship. That just means it's a normal relationship. Okay. Uh, myth or fact, uh, the human species has never lived this long or had this kind of a life expectancy, which that, that is true. Um, so being married this long is something that's just unnatural. I wouldn't call it unnatural. I'd call it more of a challenge. Um, I think that, you know, it requires us to be more mindful. I think it requires us to add more novelty. Um, But it also offers us more of an opportunity to have more fun with each other, uh, to travel more with each other, to have more activities with each other. So... Um, you know, it doesn't have to be that it's a death sentence, um, but, you know, or that, that it's, I mean, a death sentence to the marriage, but it means that, um, you know, you have to look at it as far as, um, how are we going to now approach these extra years with each other to still make it satisfying and fulfilling. So really there's going to be new life stages that you're going to experience together, which provides new opportunities. Yes. Yes. Um, for those who are the uh, listening for the first time, uninitiated, can you give us a brief explanation of what you mean when you say you have to be mindful? Um, you have to be aware. In other words, you can't just expect your relationship to work on autopilot. Uh, you know, you have to um, do the things that you did at the beginning of the relationship. Notice your partner. Um, uh, put um, some effort into it. When you ask a question, don't just, uh, you know how, you know in our society, how you pass someone by and you say, hi, hi, how are you? How are you? You don't really expect that they're going to say, oh, I really had a bad day. You're just expecting <laughs> somebody to say, you know, fine, fine, and move along. You know, yeah. it's just a courtesy. Well, that is what you do not want in your relationship. Um, if you know, if your mate sits down to talk to you, you expect that the other person is going to sit and listen. So you want to really be um, present, aware, um, actively involved in the relationship, not just going along, doing it almost as a habit where you're not even noticing what's going on on the day to day. Okay. Uh, next question, myth or fact? Monogamy is not natural. 
That's going to be a great one because there's been research um, on both sides of that. There is some research that says that um, we're not supposed to be, you know, that genetically we're not um, set up that way. And then there's lots of other research that says, no, that's not the case. So um, I'm going to bail on that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you well, know? The other thing about it, too, is um, sexuality, there is a spectrum to it, right? Yes. So, yes. Uh, you know, what works for one person will not work for another person, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I actually heard a really interesting, I think this was on a TED Talk one time, where somebody was describing uh, what's natural, and they countered that with, you know, whether it's natural or not, mm -hmm. it's desirable. So mm -hmm. uh, using toilet paper is not natural, right? Mm -hmm. But it's desirable. And Love I. It. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way about monogamy for a lot of people where uh, even if you fall on that side of the spectrum where it doesn't feel natural to you, uh, it's what's desirable. Like most people have that desire to have that security to be with that one person. Yes, so. yes, yes. I think I think that's a great analogy and I think that that probably um, would work for most people. I think most of us don't have the security to be in an open relationship or to feel like, oh, it's perfectly fine if my partner is with somebody else. So I would agree with that. Yeah. Next question, myth or fact, um, and hopefully this one will be a little easier. Uh, don't go to bed angry. Oh, okay. I'm good on this one. <laughs> is That's a myth. Um, you know, and we've heard that one over and over and over again. And the truth of the matter is that if you are staying up and arguing and arguing, you're tired. And when you're tired, you're not really making so much sense anymore. Um, the reason that that was that thought was created was because um, you want to get it resolved. But again, if you're being emotional and tired, there's not a great likelihood that you're going to come to any kind of conclusion that's going to be satisfying. It would make much more sense for both of you to agree that you're going to um, revisit the subject um, and then do so. A lot of people are afraid that if you um, just go to bed, that it's going to not get, not get uh, discussed again. But if you both say, okay, look, this is really important. We're not getting anywhere, just staying up and arguing. So, you know, let's talk about this, you know, tomorrow evening or something. Then absolutely go to sleep because, again, what's going to happen is that it's not likely you'll come to any conclusion that's going to be um, satisfying to you. And you're just going to be really tired the next day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, next question, myth or fact? You and your spouse should be best friends. Okay. I'm going to do somewhere in the middle on this one. Okay. I think it's really important to have a friendship. Um, I think it's a good foundation. And I think that um, as you live longer and longer, um, for many couples, the passion is not going to stay at the height that it was at the beginning. And so having a friendship is going to help to, you know, keep your bond with one another. However, especially according to Esther Perel, uh, who is um, a major, major uh, guru in the area of sexuality, what she says is that if you are too close as friends, 
it kills the desire. So having a little bit of um, mystery, uh, not being best friends, is really something that will help for you to have an increase in desire for one another. Yeah, I think we've actually talked about that in a previous podcast about how uh, you need that just that that little smidge of friction there. Yeah. To to and to boost that sexual desire a little bit. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, the next question here for you, myth or fact, uh, you should never fight in front of the kids. Um, okay, I'm going to give the explanation, which is not, it's not an absolute one or the other. If it's the kind of fighting that's toxic, where it's really um, screaming and abusive and throwing things and cursing, then no, absolutely, you should not be doing that in front of the children. It's scary. Um, it's it's really just, it's a horrible example. You absolutely do not want to do it. And as a matter of fact, um, I am a pro-marriage therapist. Um, I really work very, very hard at keeping marriages together. One of the only times that I say absolutely end this marriage is when there is that kind of fighting because that's toxic. Mm-hmm. It's bad for the couple. It's bad for the children. That being said, it's perfectly fine for a couple to have conflicts in front of their children, especially if they manage them well, because it allows children to see that there's nothing scary about conflicts. And what I would then advise is for one or both of the parents to say to the children, you know, mommies and daddies have problems sometimes. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong. You had nothing to do with it because children always think that, you know, it was something they did. You did nothing wrong. We were not fighting because of you or anything you did. And you see, we made up. It's fine. People can have arguments or disagreements with each other and then they make up. And that's a good role model. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because if you never have a disagreement or a conflict in front of your children, then the message that you're sending indirectly is that it's not okay to have a conflict or a disagreement. And then going forward, when the children have their own relationship, they themselves might be afraid to have a conflict. Mm. Because then, they, yeah, there's false expectations on their That's, part because they've mm-hmm. never seen. You know, it's it like you're you're so right on this. I I um I couldn't agree more because um we and we talk about this all the time that kids uh the where they learn most of this stuff is by through observation of the environment that they grow up in. Oh, absolutely. Um, so you're right. If if they are seen uh, constructive problem solving. Uh, that you put forward a good blueprint for them to follow as they get older. Yes. Okay, so this will be the last one, uh, myth or fact, uh, unless you have some to add after this. But uh, myth or fact, having kids will strengthen your relationship. Well, children are a blessing and they're wonderful, but the research says that marital satisfaction goes down during the time that you are raising children. Um, the truth is that um, you are more stressed out, you're exerting more energy, you're more tired, your finances for most people um, have diminished because it has to you know, be expended uh, for more people. So um, it makes it more difficult on the couple. Um, and for sure, 
you never want to have children when you have a rocky marriage with the thought that, oh, if we have this child, it will help to bring us together. That is absolutely one of the worst reasons to have a child um, because you want to bring a child into a healthy marriage that will then hopefully enhance the bond, um, although it will also be stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, Having a child is not going to strengthen a marriage. So, I mean, really, um, I'm glad you brought up that research. Uh, When you have a a rocky relationship, it will really uh, amplify what's wrong with the relationship. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, Were there any other myths or uh, items that you wanted to bring up uh, that I may have missed? The only other myth that I would give, and this is to the ladies, do not expect to change your guy. Whatever you saw in the beginning, that's who he is. And it is a myth to think that after you marry him, you can change him into what you'd like him to be. Ah, that's a great one. I'm glad you added that one. That's so good. Um, you, it's so refreshing uh, to have these conversations with you, Karen, because I, I, you know, I am a news junkie. I consume everything under the sun. And throwing these like black and white questions at you and then having you respond with these nuanced, <laughs> uh, they're not black and white, it's so refreshing because I think that's where we all get hung up is we would like things to be either this or that. And sometimes these things fall somewhere in the middle and it's it's really finding you know, where you fall in, in line with that spectrum. So yeah. I, I just wanted you to know that I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Steve. Yeah, it'd be nice if life was so simple, right? Yes, no. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. And I think that's the problem that we get into trouble with is because we try to take really complex issues and boil them down into simple black and white answers. And that's not the case. So yeah. uh, um, you know, being a psychologist, I always tell people when you're playing in my playground, things just aren't that that easy. It, yeah. it, Our our thing is, it depends. It depends. Yeah. (laughs) And that's probably frustrating. But you know what? At the end, I think they would probably rather have that than this false sense of um, truth or, 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 I don't know, negative, whatever that would be. (laughs) The opposite of that would be. Um, Okay. Well, I want to thank you, as always, for your time and insight. Uh, This was a really fun one. It was kind of off the beaten path for us, but... uh, I had, a, I had a good time going through these. So thank you very much. My pleasure, like always. Um, I want to remind everyone that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman. Uh, she is, as I mentioned at the beginning, a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 25 years. Uh, and she has recently taken all that knowledge and put it onto a website, Make Your Marriage, uh, MakeYourMarriageWorkNow.com. Um, and... This is a subscription service uh, where you will get a monthly assignment. You will uh, get access to talk with Karen uh, once a month on a conference call, private, uh, anonymous, um, and it's only $9.99 per month. Crazy amount of information for a small piece of investment. Uh, So check that out. Again, that's MakeYourMarriageWorkNow.com. You can also find her on drkarensherman.com. She has a couple relationship books out, Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Remember, we were talking about being mindful earlier. This book 
really gets into that. Uh, she is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can find Karen on all the social networks, or all the major ones at least. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Uh, we are on all of those as well. Um, we are also on uh, Pinterest, on Tumblr, uh, Instagram. Uh, so if you have a question, if you would uh, like to have us talk about a topic, uh, feel free to reach out on any of those platforms. We also have an email button on our podcast page at hitchedmag.com. Uh, and you can always support the show by uh, letting us know what you think on uh, the um, podcast platforms, uh, specifically iTunes and Stitcher, uh, which is where you can also uh, subscribe to this podcast for free, uh, and you can share this podcast with other people who you might find think would find this interesting or helpful. So uh, we always appreciate any feedback um, that you can provide because we do this for you. So uh, the better we can help, uh, the better this podcast will be. Um, but for now, that is going to do it. So I want to thank you one last time. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Steve. And happy 300. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and that's going to do it. Until the next, uh, until next time, take care, everybody. 